Thanks for listening to the Life Church Weekly Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Mark Borg. For any other messages or other resources, please visit us at lcboise.com. God, it's so good. I just want to encourage you all, uh, uh, based upon this leading and based upon this uh, direction from the Lord to, to pursue and follow God's plan for your life and, and, uh, and not give any, any thought or attention to what you might miss because you won't miss anything. Everybody okay? You're not going to miss anything in this world by following God's plan for your life. Don't go half in. Don't go three quarters in. Don't go nine tenths in. Go all the way in. That's Because you'll be completely full and satisfied pursuing Him, His will, His plan for your life. You won't, you won't miss out on anything. You know, people talk about uh, you know different things they want to accomplish in life and when, when people get older they talk about bucket lists and different things and I don't mean there's anything wrong with going here and seeing this and seeing that and, and you know wonderful to experience great things in this life there's nothing wrong with that at all uh, but I tell you some things in this world no matter how much, how much value humans place on them it doesn't compare to the presence of God I mean literally you, yeah, uh, you could sit in a in a 10 by 10 room without a window and have God all over you you'd be happier than happier than the person with the greatest view and ocean breeze and and whatever the greatest place on the planet was I'm telling you because people uh, you know in the most desirable places and experiencing the most this earth has to offer materially and experientially and money wise and and people all that kind of stuff there are people that have all that kind of stuff that are committing suicide and they're just miserable in life Uh, and so again there's nothing wrong with a lot of that stuff but I tell you we need to be reminded that our satisfaction and our fulfillment is only found in him and anything that you feel like you don't get accomplished in this life you feel like well what if I don't get a chance to do this and I miss out on this um, guaranteed if you'll seek the will if you'll seek the Lord and follow his plan for your life listen our lives are but a vapor they're here and they're gone and and there is nothing we're going to miss in eternity well I didn't get to do this you have forever I think there'll be time huh you know, people feel bad for others. Man, they, they, they passed away and they didn't get to see this and they didn't get to experience this. Are you sure? Huh? I guarantee if they're with the Lord, they are missing nothing. And anything we haven't seen, we will see. That's anything that's good. Amen. I mean, I know I had a, I had a hard time. Many of us who grew up when, you know, I was a believer. Uh, even as a teenager and and into my 20s and and uh, you know didn't get, didn't get married till I was 26 and uh, you know but growing up when you hear people talk about the end times and the Lord coming back and and we still talk about that we're going to keep keep talking about it until he does uh, uh, but you know you start thinking about that and and you think am I ever going to get married <laughs> you know and all the things that go along with it <laughs> And you think, how could I miss out on that in life? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? This is an adult service, so we know what we're talking about. <laughs> but but all, all that experience with, with marriage and, and you know and people think, well, what if what if 
You never got to experience that. Now, even though I'd have had a hard time convincing myself, back in time convincing myself that, I know this about the Lord. There's not a chance someone's going to be in heaven. It's not a chance someone's going to be in glory thinking, man, I wish I could have stayed there a little longer. Here, meaning. Here. Wish I could have stayed on earth a little, little longer. Had a few more opportunities. You know? Uh, people th- think about when a, when a child dies. And I know that's very, very difficult on, on us and parents and, and, and so forth. Uh, but when a child dies, oh, they never got to play baseball. They never got to do this or do that. Yes, they did. M- more than the rest of us. They're not missing out. Yeah. Amen. But again, let's, uh, let, me, uh, let me encourage you. Uh, follow God's plan for your life always always let every nothing on this earth is is really important it's just not his will his plan his purpose that's what matters and uh, and 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 he he, he will fully uh, satisfy our lives amen 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 and sometimes if you do, if you pursue him just on purpose for a little while. I'm one who I believe in praying, you know, constantly. In other words, it's, it's, it, you could come upon me, you know, if you snuck up on me and hear me praying in the spirit sometimes. If I'm walking down a hall and uh, in the car, if you were to eavesdrop like the government's probably doing. Uh, <laughs> looking at me through my phone camera or something. Fine. Shake about a high sort of Sorry, that wasn't my point really. <laughs> my point is even though even though uh, I'm one to talk to the Lord at random times and, and throughout the day and do these kind of things, I don't think that takes a place of taking times where, where you focus where you're not driving, <laughs> you're not walking, you know, times where you can focus and unintentionally get everything else out of the way and, and zoom in <laughs> and see only Him. Uh, it does something. I know, um, well, we talk about our son sometimes who's, uh, who's 16 and, you know, eats all food in the world, <laughs> you know. Uh, meaning a lot of it, that's what I mean to say, he doesn't eat everything. Uh, uh, meaning he's got his pickiness too. Uh, but Amy will say, yeah, he wants to, he wants to come home and eat bread. <laughs> and, uh, you know, things like, well, why would you just eat bread other than it's good? I mean, but, uh, why would you just eat bread? And, and she always says, well, because, you know, it fills him up. And it seems like everything else he eats doesn't. But you got to get something that just like satisfies that for a while. You know, like they say about Chinese food. Uh, <laughs> like if you eat Chinese food, then you're hungry an hour later. I don't know if that's fact, but you know, seems like it. Uh, um, maybe it's because it's carbs or whatever. Uh, here, here's the point I'm trying to make. There are certain things that, that give you kind of temporary, I feel better about myself and about my life and, and things are going okay. But then there's, there's other things that that really fill you and it's the, it is uh, finding that in, in Him and hearing His voice and experiencing His presence produces such great and deep satisfaction 
and nothing else will compare to that. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Father, thank you for what you're doing in our midst here tonight. Thank you for the word of the Lord. You're helping us. Lord, you are fulfilling us. We are complete in you. Thank you, Lord, for working in us. Thank you, Lord, for causing us to see from a heavenly perspective. Thank you for causing us to understand and know your ways. Understand your ways. We give you all the praise, all the glory. In Jesus' mighty and precious name. Amen, amen, amen. Let me just continue for a moment. There are individuals, it seems. uh, Make that commitment to the Lord. If you need to. I know I already led you in that, yeah, that praise, confession, and so forth. It seems individuals still need to. All right? If I'm talking to you, as I pray, you say. And I'm not going to lead you on a saying, but you say, Lord, I'm committed. I'm devoted. I find my fulfillment in you. I'm not going to look to anyone or anything else. If you need to say that, then say that from down deep. Do that now. Father, thank you. We praise you. We magnify you. We thank you for moving in our service here tonight. Thank you for moving on lives. Lord, helping us to see things right, see things straight. Lord, we find our, ourselves, our life in you. You are our life. You are our joy and our strength. You are our everything. We find it only in you. Satisfied in you. Our satisfaction in you is in you. It's not in a locality not in a part of the country not found in the people that we're around it's found in you Lord we find it in you we're satisfied in you we give you the glory we give you the praise all the honor that's due your name all the glory and all the praise and all the honor that is due your name Colossians 3 verse 3 reads for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God when Christ who is our life appears then you also will appear with him in glory so what I see in this verse is I'm dead but my life, my real life, my true life is hidden with Christ in God and Christ is my life. Yeah, yeah. When we can get that, when you see that, He is your life. What's your life about? Christ. He is my life. Then we've, got, then we've, we've understood something when we see that. Amen. We're seeing it right. We're seeing it clear. Praise God. Praise God. Go with me to Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews the 11th chapter. This is a believer's meeting. If you're not familiar with this kind of service, uh, we come in here without really a plan. We just come to seek the Lord, to worship Him, and then, uh, and then we let the Spirit of God move and flow freely. Uh, I don't come with a sermon. I don't come with a, you know, those kind of things. On a rare occasion I would, but uh, generally not. Um, uh, we just come to hear from heaven we already have and, uh, and there's been prophecy and there's been a word of knowledge already and some of those things happen without us announcing them by the way 
<laughs> excuse me, everyone. Hold on just a minute. Here it comes. Here comes the word of the Lord. You, you, you can be spiritually perceptive and just recognize that was God. And I'm telling you, none of this was, none of this that we've done so far has been premeditated at all. Zero. But I'm totally convinced it was God uh, that He's speaking to us and He's helping us to, to, get, to be on, folk, uh, on, on track in our lives. And, and sometimes we forget these uh, very basic things. Hey, Christy, I didn't see you were here. Good to see Christy Graham. And two Christy, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, Cliff and Christy Graham, that we, uh, part of their ministry and so forth. Uh, God is good. Everybody okay? All right, so I was explaining. That's what we do in these services. Uh, we just let God move. And he's not done. Amen, amen, amen. In fact, frequently in this kind of service, just like that, uh, when you give the Lord place in your life and you say, you get your mind off of uh, this problem, this issue, this need, this want, this desire, this, this natural thing, even if it's legitimate, nothing wrong with it, but it's just natural things, and you start to see only Him, and you say, you're all I need, you're everything, my all-sufficiency. As soon as you do, things start changing in the natural world. Bodies start to heal. I came in with this pain and it left. We hear that all the time. I, I believe it's already happened here tonight. Pains, problems, issues. People have physically. And they're gone. You didn't even try. <laughs> it's almost like he, had, he knew what we had need of before we asked. Hallelujah. Amen. Has that happened to some people tonight already? Lift up your hands if that's happened to you. Tonight. I mean, I'm not talking just in, but tonight. Yeah, all over the place. Well, I mean, several. Praise God. Amen. Over here in Hebrews chapter 11, I'm just going to follow this, uh, this uh, direction. I believe it'll be helpful. Uh, in Hebrews chapter 11, let me find a verse. They're all pretty good, but... Uh, in verse 17 Hebrews 11 verse 17 it reads by faith Abraham when he was tested offered up Isaac and he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son of whom it was said in Isaac your seed shall be called concluding that God was able to raise him up. Stop for a moment. If some, of, some of you are pretty familiar with this story. Others may not be. But for now, notice that, con, that, that language there, concluding. Abraham, let me read the rest, then we'll then just to get the full thought. Concluding that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from which he also received him in a figurative sense, period. All right, let's stop right there. Abraham was given a promise to have a son and he would be the father of many nations and this promised child in the, in the old age of, of Sarah and Abraham was Isaac and in the process and we'll go, maybe we'll go back and read that in a minute uh, but when the Lord said I want you to sacrifice your son and this was a prophetic type and shadow of Jesus to come said I want you to sacrifice your son and, and 
obviously he's a thinking person and and that's not there's not a problem with that he's a thinking person we've gone through all this and he believed God for years and finally it happened and then the boy has grown and he's you know it's been many years now and what we're gonna kill him we gonna start over I mean this is a serious interruption in the father's plan this was his plan for me to be the father of many nations and now the promised child is about to die so he's figuring this out saying okay what's the deal here that was God he told me to do this <laughs> I guess he's gonna raise him from the dead I, I mean I, it's his plan so he told me to do this I guess it, he must be planning to raise him up from the dead that's the only thing I can figure out I think that's logical and that's faith I think sometimes in our uh, in our uh, following the Lord's plan we should come to some conclusions too meaning if we are asked to do something that does not make any sense when putting it with everything else conclude I guess the Lord's gonna raise the dead I guess the Lord's going to what what can you figure out because he has to do it in other words there's not an option here Abraham didn't conclude and say I guess I missed it I guess that plan is blown no I guess the Lord's gonna do something I've never seen before I guess the Lord is gonna do something that most people have not seen before I guess he Isaac's gonna die and he's gonna come back to life he concluded that what do you need to conclude meaning sometimes when we know this is what the Lord is saying this is what he's told tell me to do but it doesn't seem to jive with all this other stuff what about this How, did the Lord forget about this does he not know about this situation does he not know that's expensive does he does he not you know what I'm talking about and then you conclude okay yes he knows that he knows that and he knows that and he knows everything that I haven't thought of so I'm gonna conclude this is gonna work out it's gonna be okay we're not we're not serving someone who doesn't know and I don't know if we do that to him sometimes he must not have thought of that but Lord don't you know uh, yeah he knows so our conclusion needs to be if he's gonna raise the dead he's gonna rain money on my head he's going to <laughs> he's going to cause the this to happen he's going to arrange this. I, you know I've got to conclude something and if I can't conclude I've just I know the Lord's gonna do something that's impossible to me hmm I mean I can relate this to my own uh, following the Lord and his plan for our lives in, 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 in coming here and starting a church and and there are many times yeah but Lord but this but what about this but how is that gonna happen what should I what should I conclude 
And what have I concluded many times? Well, in spite of that, in spite of this dying, in spite of this not working out, there being a lack here, or I don't know how this is, in spite of that, it was the Lord's will, and so it's going to work out. I don't know if you're dealing with anything where you just need to back up and say, you know, but it's going to work out. You know, but it's going to come together. But you know the money's going to be there. But you know that my strength is going to be there. But you know where I don't know how to do this and I'm lacking wisdom. But you know the wisdom is going to be there. I mean, the Lord wouldn't send you to do something great without the knowledge of how to do it. Or the direction and how to get that knowledge or something. He's got a plan. He's got it worked out. Conclude that. Let it be concluded in your mind. He's going to raise the dead. He's going to do something. He's going to work it out because this is his deal. And when you commit to his plan, you're in a real good place to see a demonstration of God, of his provision, of his longevity in your life, of his restoration in relationships. Whatever needs to happen is going to happen. Why is it going to happen? Because we conclude well, what do I mean by that I mean there is God's part of this absolutely but I can't I don't need to be concerned about his side I just need to deal with my side his side of the equation is faithfulness it's his plan it's his provision it's his direct my side of the equation it says I believe it's going to work out because of what he said what he's doing how he's leading my side of the equation is to not doubt to not question to not freak out to not say yeah but yeah but yeah but yeah but huh my side is this is going to be fun because this is impossible because <laughs> I don't know any way that this is ever going to work out <laughs> you go God <laughs> and keep your eyes open during the miracles huh not, not, not more spiritual if your eyes are closed. An expectation to see something. An expectation to experience. Man, God is going to come through again and again and again. He's going to provide. He's going to make a way. Hallelujah. Go back to Genesis then. Chapter 22. That's, this is the story. This gives us more details. Let's see. Genesis. It's the first book. Right after the leather. If you've got a Bible like mine. In Genesis 22, notice verse 1. Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. Then he said, Now, uh, then he said, Take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering uh, on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you uh, I mean, the Lord doesn't always tell you everything up front he'll get you going in the right direction you don't find the next step until you take the first step so Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and, and, and took two of his uh, young men with him and Isaac his son and he split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him that's important right there he went where he went to the place 
Go to the place that God tells you. Yeah. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off. There it is. There's God's plan. There's God's will. And Abraham said to his young men, stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship, and we will come back to you. And who will? You can see his faith already in operation. He's obeying the Lord, but he concluded. We saw that in Hebrews. See, he figured this out already. And in his situation, there wasn't many options. Okay, he's going to die, but he is the answer to the Lord's promise. He is a part of God's plan. Okay, resurrection time this is going to be fun. He concluded. So he told them all ahead of time. Faith people do tell, tell some things ahead of time. When you know, when you've concluded, we'll be back. Yeah. Amen. Amen. If you have things threatening your life and coming against you that looks like you won't be there, maybe it's a health thing. Well, who have you told that you'll be here? You know, some people get a report. You're not going to be here six from, months from now. Well, what say you? I mean, I can tell you what to say, but it needs to come out of your heart. And it might seem impossible or even foolish. Might even your own mind might freak out. But what say you? Abraham said, We'll be back. So, uh, verse 6 So Abraham took the wood um, of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac his son. And he took the fire in his hand uh, and a knife. And the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham his father and said, My father, uh, and he said, Here I am, my son. And he said, look, fire in the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham said, my son, God will provide himself the lamb for a burnt offering. And the two of them went together. Now, is he lying? I don't believe he's, he's lying. He's not giving him all the information, but he's also still speaking by faith. Said, so, yeah, there's going to be an offering. The Lord's going to provide. Verse, verse 9, then they came to the place in which God had told them. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order and he bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And you got to know that was hard no matter what your faith is. But the angel of the Lord called to him and said uh, from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, here I am. And he said, do not lay your hand on the lad nor do anything for now I know that you fear God since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it as a burnt offering uh, instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place the Lord will provide. Depending on your translation, you might have one that says Jehovah-Jireh. He said, he said, the Lord will provide. And it is said to this day, in the mountain of the Lord, it shall be provided. Amen. Now, we often will speak of the Lord, and this is one of the revelations of, of his character and his nature, that he is the provider. All right? He, I mean, you know, fishers fish and hunters hunt and providers provide. That's just one of the things that, that God does. He makes a way. 
he provides whatever we need. That's the nature of our God, okay? But how did Abraham come into contact with God's provision? And I want you to think about what the provision of the Lord was. It was the, 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 land, the, the ram, it was the animal for the sacrifice. Abraham was following the Lord's direction to go to the place. I'm going to give you, I'm going to tell you, go here, then I'm going to show you the place where I want you to do this. So God is directing Abraham. What is God also doing? He's directing the ram. Okay. What do you mean? To be a provider, literally, if you look up uh, the original words there, the Jehovah Jireh there, uh, the Lord, our provider, it means to see. It's the Lord who sees ahead, a provider, or he's, he looks out ahead to make provision for us. So he does it based upon his foreknowledge and based upon his plan. He's saying, uh, he, he's saying, Dave, I'm going to put you right here because right there I've got some other things arranged so that when you get there, some other things are going to be there too. See, this is why trusting the Lord's leading is vital. He's providing. He's looking ahead. He's making a way. He's making provision. He doesn't always tell us. He didn't tell Abraham, I got this ram on the way. And just about the right place, he's going to get caught in a thicket. You're going to look over there and go, hey, ram. But the Lord was doing it without his knowledge. And so his faithfulness was, I'm going to follow the Lord. I'm going to do whatever he says. I'm going to go wherever he goes. I'm going to be faithful. And because I know without him giving me the details, because often he doesn't. Without him giving me the details, I know the Lord is working behind the scenes. And he's going to send the ram. He's going to send the person. He's going to give the, make the opportunity available. He, you know what I'm talking about? He's going to arrange things in my life so when I get there, there's the provision. He's the provider. He looks ahead. But what if I sit back and say, well, I can't go there. There's nothing there. I don't see how that can happen. This is where the walk of faith, the life of faith comes in. Well, we trust Him. Lord, I'm just going to do it your way. I'm going to believe you. I'm going to trust you. And uh, I believe that you're setting things up for me. I'm telling you, he's setting things up for you. He's absolutely making arrangements. He has planned a party. He ordered the balloons. He, he ordered the cake. He, he ordered the, the entertainment. He, he set it all up and gave you an invitation. Now, his provision becoming a manifestation in your life is simply up to you following his direction. And when you get to that place, it's all set up. I would hate for it to all be set up and the Lord's been directing this ram and I went somewhere else. I said, well, it looks better over here, Lord. I think that makes a whole lot more sense and I know you want me to use wisdom. <laughs> and so we went and trusted our own judgment 
in our own direction, and we, we violated the direction of the Lord, and we just, it wasn't that the Lord didn't provide, He just, He had it already set up in another place, and we ignored that. Amen. I wonder about that ram. What was that ram doing all day? Did he know he was a part of God's plan? I think there's a lot of parts of our lives that people don't realize it. Not everyone's paying attention. Sometimes we don't even realize it. But the Lord is leading. He's directing. And He's causing things to happen. And, and all this stuff was happening. All, where was the ram the day before? On his way to meet Abram. Abraham. He's on his way to be used of God as a sacrifice to him. Yeah. Hallelujah. He's got them things set up for us, I tell you. He's got some things waiting for you. It's not hard. It's not something we have to figure out. It's just, I'm going to follow him. I'm going to trust him. I'm going to do whatever he says to do, and I'm going to be there. And things are going to work out. Jobs are going to come, and money's going to come, and finances are going to come. They're all, all going to be there. He's working it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amen. Go to Romans chapter 8. Hmm. Again, I know with, with following the Lord's plan for our lives, I mean, we've met so many people we never could have foreseen. We've run into opportunities we never could have known would be there. Never could have known. The only way is to follow the leading of the Lord. Never could have figured it out. Never could have known. But you obey God, and there the ram is. Amen. In Romans chapter 8, uh, this is a verse that gets taken out of context, but I want to read it anyway, and I'll bring it into context. Um, it's verse 28, Romans 8, 28. It says, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to His purpose, for whom He foreknew... And that's important there. You see, foreknowledge. Foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to his image, to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. And so again, we see here that the Lord has a way of making things work, of providing, of setting things up for our success and for his glory. Um, I, again, I mentioned this gets taken out of context. It frequently does because people want to apply that to all kinds of bad situations. And uh, you can't blanket and say everything, everywhere, and every time, everyone's life always turns out for good if you love God and how, you know, are called. No, that doesn't work. A lot of times it doesn't work out. This is, this is in the context of being spirit-led, specifically in prayer. And you back up a few verses, and it's those who are led by the Spirit of God. These are the sons of God. And then the Spirit of God helps us in our weaknesses for when we know what we should pray for as we ought. The Spirit makes intercession for us according to the will of God. So when we're following the Spirit of God, and we're praying out His will and His plan, I tell you, we're laughing. The rams are coming. I tell you, things are being set up. Now, when we ignore the plan, we don't do what Abraham did. We don't, we're ignoring. We're figuring it out on our own. We're going we're to uh, exalt our own brain above the knowledge of God. Well, then, no, not everything is going to work out. 
The party's planned. The balloons are ready to go. But we went to a different place. <laughs> but you follow him. You're, you're praying things out. You're following the Spirit to the best of your knowledge. And I, I tell you, the Lord is able to get you where he needs you to be. Amen. And I don't mean every other day is some dramatic life change. I mean, not every other day or every other month or every year is there great direction change in our lives. Most of the time, it's just, I'm faithful to serve Him. I'm faithful to pour my life into others, to worship God, to, to speak, to forgive, to, you know, to just to do the basic things of representing God in this, in this dark world. That is following God. And by doing that, uh, we're walking into His provision. Yeah. I want, again, I want to let you know there's provision in God's plan for your life. Amen. Amen. Bible college students, Lord puts it on your heart to, to go to school. Uh, the, the money is not a problem. Don't ever say it is. You don't, you don't come up short following God's plan. You don't. You don't, you don't run out when you're doing His will. Now, if you live on rice and beans, uh, uh, <laughs> You know, week after week and month after month, I would seek the Lord. I would say, Lord, what's going on? What's going on here? Because this isn't you. You're barely making it, barely scraping through. I'd say, Lord, am I missing? I would ask the question. I would try to go back. Did you, did, Lord, did you deal with me? Did you tell me something? Did you deal with me to do anything that I ignored, that I put off? And maybe I even forgot about it? Because if you're, the, the, you know, Isaiah said that if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. Yeah. And so if I find things not working again and again and again and again, I know that's not God. I know that's not the way he's, lead, he's leading me. I need to find that place again. I need to get, make, sure, make sure my heart is in submission to him. And I'm following his will and his plan. Because then my expectation goes up. Uh -huh. wherever he guides he provides Amen. come on wherever he leads me it's gonna, my life is going to be full I'm going to meet the right people at the right place at the right time uh, single people you're going to run into the right person to marry uh, business people you're going to make the right contacts you know whatever, whatever, whatever needs to take place it'll happen there and you trust him but let's, let's, let's conclude with this in our, in our hearts it's going gonna, it's gonna to work out it's going to work out for me. The Lord loves me. I am called of Him. And, and I am being led by Him. Whenever I know what He wants me to do, I follow that. And I'm going to do that. And you'll walk into stuff that it'll be amazing. And if you have to conclude, I guess the Lord's going to raise the dead then. Then conclude. Conclude. Because whatever He says is going to, uh, you need to do, it is going to work out. Amen. You don't know, think for our... Uh, for our, our local church here do you know they're all going to work out yeah. do you know there's going to be great increase do you know we're going to continue to see increase of people saved of people filled with the spirit of healings galore do you know we're going to see an increase of the glory of God manifest in our services like this do you know, do you know the gifts of the spirit and the word of knowledge and word of wisdom and discerning of spirits and all these things are not going to be diminished but they're only going to increase why? we're following God's plan that's just the way he is and we, don't say, we don't accept anything less Lord we're going wherever you tell us to go we're going to do whatever you tell us to do but we're you know like Moses Lord we're not going without you 
You want us to do church without you and without the manifest presence of God, without the glory? Forget it. There's enough dead religion around. And so, you know, act like that's kind of rude talking to him like that. No, he's, he's with us. He's the one who serves us up to think this way. Because he doesn't want us doing it without him. He doesn't want us living a life that, that requires no God element. If we can do it on our own and figure it out on our own, it's way too small of a vision. Well, I think we can put this, this, and this together, and it'll all work out. <laughs> How small thinking is that? Put something together that you can't figure out. Put something together that there's no way the math adds up. <laughs> and then you have to conclude, guess God's going to have to get involved. Uh, but if you'll find out the Lord, the Lord will give you things in your life to do. He'll put a vision in you to give more than you're able to. Don't reject that thing. Oh, I could never do that. Man, that's pathetic. We are faith people. Step back and say, okay, this is going to be cool. Lord, you're going to do that through me? Nice. That means it's coming through you. Huh? There's a reason some of us have, have, have visions and we have, uh, uh, you know, desires and go. We see ourselves raising the dead. We see, our, we, we see people coming off of deathbeds who are moments away from death and being resurrected back to life. And, and we, see, uh, we see buildings and lands and all this stuff to reach many, many, many people. There's a reason that's the case. It's because it's the work of God in us. And we're following it. And we're going to continue to follow it. And we're going to see great manifestations of God. Amen. Amen. I know not everyone is asking the same questions that I'm asking, but uh, uh, that's their life. Amen. I, I told you this before, I think, but uh, when uh, one of the times when our friends uh, Jay and Tammy were here, Hoskins, and ministering, and he and, he, you know, he and I were talking about different moves of God, and, and, uh, and I started asking him questions about different things of the Spirit to see, you know, his insights and what he'd experienced and what he knew, and and he stops and um, he looks at me, and, and he's kind of surprised that I'm asking some of these questions. You know, I forget how he phrased that, uh, but I was like, well, doesn't everybody? You know, you travel around all the time. You're with different pastors and so forth, you know, almost every week. Uh, no, other people ask these questions. He says, no. And uh, I thought, oh, okay. That's interesting to me. But it was interesting to him too, because he took it as a direct indication that that's what God wants to do in your in, in in your life and in your church and in your ministry. There's a reason you're asking those questions. There's a reason you're pursuing these these areas because it's it starts. You know this: the things of God start as a seed. They start as an inward seed, a desire, and, and you get a picture of it. You, ha you have this inside, and the Lord wants you to pray it out, to think it out, to study it out, so He can reveal it and show it, so you can step out in faith and be bold and see things happen that the average person doesn't see. Amen. 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 The average Joe wouldn't do what Abraham did, you know, back in those days. And I know we're in different situations. The Lord's not going to tell you that. There's laws and stuff. Uh, <laughs> But the average person wouldn't go to that extent to obey God, to leave your, you know, to, to do the things that he did. But then they also don't see God show up in their life to that extent either. And so we're stepping out by faith. Amen? Amen. Amen. Father, thank you for what you're doing in our lives tonight. Thank you for your Holy Spirit, our God. 
We hope you enjoyed this message. Find our other messages on iTunes or visit our website at lcboise.com and follow us on social media, Life Church Boise. Thank you and have a blessed day. Thank you.